0: Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss' The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 546. With the camp to myself, I'd melted down the Tinker's Candles to make two small wax simulacra. I'd been wanting to do this for days, but even at the university, creating a mommet was questionable behavior. Here in Ventus, suffice to say, I thought it best to be discreet. It wasn't elegant work. Tallow isn't nearly as convenient as sympathy wax, but even the crudest vomit can be a devastating thing. Once I had them tucked into my travel sack, I felt much better prepared. I was cleaning the last of the tallow off my fingers when Tempe returned from his bath, naked as a new baby. Years of stage training allowed me to keep a calm expression, but just barely. After spreading his wet clothing over a nearby branch to dry, Tempe walked over to me without showing the least embarrassment or modesty. He held out his right hand, thumb and forefinger pinched together. What is this? He spread his fingers slightly for me to see. I looked closely, glad to have something to focus my attention on. That's a tick. This close, I couldn't help but notice his scars again, faint lines crossing his arms and chest. I could read scars from my time in the Medica, and his didn't show the wide puckered pink that would indicate a deep wound, cutting through the layers of skin, fat, and muscle underneath. These were shallow wounds, dozens of them. I couldn't help but wonder how long he had been a mercenary to have scars so old. He didn't look much older than twenty. Oblivious to my scrutiny, Tempe stared at the thing between his fingers. It bites. On me. Bites and stays. His expression was blank as always, but his tone was tinged with disgust his left hand fidgeted. There are no ticks in a demera. No. He made a point of trying to pinch it between his fingers. It's not break. I gestured, showing him how to crush it between his fingernails, which he did with a certain amount of relish. He threw it away and stalked back to his bedroll. Then, still naked, he proceeded to pull out all of his clothing and give it a vigorous shaking. I kept my eyes averted, knowing deep down in my heart that this would be the moment Dayden and Hespy would return from Crossin. Thankfully, they didn't. After a quarter hour or so, Tempe put on a pair of dry pants, carefully inspecting them first. Shirtless, he walked back to where I sat. I hate Tick, he declared. When he spoke, his left hand made a sharp gesture as if he were brushing crumbs off the front of his shirt near his hip. Except he wasn't wearing a shirt. And there was nothing on his bare skin to brush away. What's more, I realized he'd made the same gesture earlier. That's the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick.
1: I feel the same way about ticks as Tempe does.
0: <laughs> Truly. Yeah, not great. I don't think I've ever had a tick like bite me, and I don't care to, but I you know, it's the same, you know, when you see a mosquito on you or, or anything like that. Just like Ugh.
1: Actually, having a tick bite you doesn't feel like anything. Right, because the the yeah, whole purpose he- of a tick is is to discreetly cling on to you to suck your blood. So most of the time you don't feel a tick bite you. It would be really weird if you did.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they're still I know. gross and. Bleh. Well, yeah, but it's that's what's worse, right? It's much like a mosquito, which you don't really feel a mosquito bite you either. You would notice it when you see it already in the act of sucking your blood. Yeah. But there's some interesting world
2: building at work here, and that's that they don't have ticks. They don't have this kind of vermin in Ademra. Mm-hmm. We, we also know from later that they don't really have um, sexually transmitted diseases or infections. I wonder if this speaks to their studious cleanliness or something, or if it's just a, uh, a geographical thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it would probably be a more geographical thing. Because, like, even even within Ontario, which is not that big, there are different areas in which different kinds of ticks or, or no ticks live. So, for example, like, we're in southern Ontario right now, and southern Ontario has the kind of ticks that generally carry Lyme disease. However, if you go slightly uh, east and north, you end up in an area where there are ticks, but they aren't the kind that carry Lyme disease. So you can get bitten by one and... There's always the chance that, like, the, the brown ticks, I think, are the ones that carry Lyme disease, that they could, they could, like, migrate. But, like, you should always keep a tick if it bites you. But for the most part in that part of Ontario, the ticks that do end up on you aren't the kind that carry Lyme disease. So you get different kinds of ticks in different areas.
2: How do you know so much about ticks? Because
1: I've been bitten by one, and last summer, Jeff was bitten by one. And when I was bitten by one, it was here in southern Ontario. I'm pretty sure it was in Jeremy's backyard. Because <laughs> um, I, I, like, found it, like, the, like, a day or two after. Or, or actually, I didn't find the tick itself. I found the bite, which sucks, because if you don't have the tick, they can't test the tick for Lyme disease, and they just have to treat you assuming that you have Lyme disease. So you have to go on the antibiotic, which, like... Doesn't suck a lot, depending on how your body reacts. Anyway, um, and then Jeff got bitten by one last summer. It sucks way
2: more when the tick's still on you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Jeff got
1: bitten by one last summer, and we were in northeastern Ontario, and the tick that bit him is not the kind of tick that carries Lyme disease and when he and he caught the tick and he brought it back with him and the doctor was saying that like this is not the kind of tick that gives you Lyme disease. We're going to test it anyway just in case, but this isn't the kind of tick that could give you Lyme disease apparently. So different kinds of ticks in different kinds of neighborhoods. So I, I feel like for that reason that the reason there are no ticks in Edemura would be a geographical reason.
2: What else do you know about ticks, Jordan? That is about it. Oh, wait, I
1: do have one more thing is if you if you have a tick that bites you that does have Lyme disease, you get a bullseye bite. Like it it looks like a bullseye, like it's like a red dot where it bit you and then a white like a circular white line and then another red line. It's super weird looking. OK, that's it. That's all I know about ticks. <laughs>
0: that's This has been uh, Tick Facts with Tick Dr. Jordana. <laughs> Our customary cursory Google has turned up that ticks are common In the regions where they're likely to find their preferred prey, which is warm-blooded mammals of a certain size, you know, like cats, dogs, deer, humans, and those tend to be like wooded areas. And from what I recall of the geography of Ademra, it's kind of arid and mountainous. There's probably just like not as many ticks native to Ademra because it isn't the kind of environment where their natural prey would tend to reside. Yes, that. Well, I feel like we've extensively covered the topics <laughs> of ticks on this page. Do we have any mail? Uh, oh, no. There's, there's oh, other stuff on this notes. page to okay. talk about besides ticks. So, Quoth is making momets. He's making simulacra of people out of wax in order to do sympathy to them. Do we know why he's making these? Just in case.
2: Uh, well... Yeah, I think just in case, I mean, he does know that he's hunting human beings and the best weapon he has is his, uh, his sympathy. Although we, the author are not treated to his, the author, we, the readers are not treated to his inner monologue about, shall we say the ethics of this act. We know that, uh, this, this is malfeasance plain and simple. I guess he's just being prudent. Uh, we can, we can get there when we get there. I think he does kill a couple of the guards with, with sympathy, so, we can kind of explore what it means that quote when the chips are down has no problems at all using sympathy as a deadly weapon for now, I think it's just it's just prudent. It's just like you know if I have to or like if Dayton comes after him in the middle of the night, you know you can't you can't take Dayton in a fight, but he could you know if he absolutely had to sympathy his ass
0: well, and we also know that he's discreetly taken bits of hair from everybody here, right, so, like my first thought, i mean, I think you're right that he probably is intend if he's intending to use them on anybody it's probably the bandits but he could kill anybody in the camp with him because he already has a piece of their hair he just has to affix it to the mommet and throw the mommet in the fire
2: yeah and i think that's unspoken but i also think that's accurate like i think it's in character for Quoth, and i think it's actually not uh an un an unnecessary precaution to take given what he does know about these people or what little he knows about them i, I you know I can't say I would have the presence of mind to do the same, and you know, we live in a society as I'm fond of being reminded by Joker avvy people on the internet. I do think that in the current circumstances it actually kind of makes sense for Quoth to do this.
0: He is being, I would say, like a little over cautious or or paranoid, but I can't say that he's like wrong to do it. He knows that what he's doing is wrong, and that other people would think it was weird, right? Like even if these people weren't superstitious Vince, he knows that like what he's doing is like beyond the the normal moral bounds of of society, which is why he's doing it when there's nobody around to see him do it.
1: Yes, I think so,
0: and like that's an interesting kind of like tension that we can bear in mind for the rest of this sequence of the book is that he has done this, like, kind of nasty thing that would give his companions less cause to trust him. And they already have cause to maybe mistrust him a bit.
1: Yeah. It comes in handy later, so I don't want to say it's a bad thing. <laughs>
0: it it serves an end and thus justifies the means by which that end was achieved (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) because if he hadn't had it, like they'd be in bad trouble. Right. So it's a good thing. He did have it better to have it and not need it as they say.
1: Right. Yes. They do
0: say that. Any other notes on the page? Yes. Not only are we given some idea of like the Adim attitude towards modesty and nudity, which is that it's like, no big deal, but it's also played for laughs throughout this page, which I, and I do find it humorous because what's actually funny is not Tempe, because Tempe is you know, unbothered, moisturized in his lane flourishing, but it's Quoth trying really hard to not look at Tempe's dick, it's Quoth thinking, oh my god Hespi and Dayton are gonna come back and see him shaking out his bedroll and they'll assume that we've been fucking or something, like oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, Tempe's not bothered, Kvothe He's his he's clutching his pearls a little bit in a way that I find funny.
1: Yes, I also find clothes pearl clutching to be entertaining. Uh, especially because I would also definitely be awkward in that situation even though I know that it's like I've seen like lots of naked people and done lots of life drawing, but when it's someone you know, it's just different.
0: Yeah, well it's it's also got that like the the locker room at the gym vibe where you are working like you do have to work pretty hard to like just like n- make sure that you're not looking at anybody's dick and that if you are you're not looking at it for too long
1: i mean i, I have not experienced that particular uh situation but i sort of understand it really
2: it. does paint the cultural like i'm trying to think of a, a real world analog like the locker room and and things like that i like to think that the older i get the less i care about this kind of thing when i was close Kvothe- it age i certainly would have been uncomfortable around this kind of duty Mm-hmm. Um, I don't you know, I actually wonder if Dayton certainly has would. be I wonder if Dayton would kind of care that much. He seems like a locker room guy. I think this says more about Quoth's personality and also more about the cultural mores that he and Tempe have both been exposed to. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's totally right. I also think Dayton would be the kind of guy to like snap his towel at you in the locker room.
2: Oh, yeah, he's a real he's a real towel snapper.
0: Hmm. So his like reaction to the tick is funny too it's like it just paints like a comical picture overall that's all
2: yeah I know yeah it's, it's like kind of charming you know he's like kind of childish he's like yeah I hate this this thing this gross thing I hate it Bleh. he's, he's so also earnest. like trying on the language I think like, mm-hmm. I like that yeah. he's so
1: earnest about it I
2: read it a bit as he's like trying on you know it's like it bites and stays my partner taught me the word ulta which means upside down and I say it all the time because it's fun to say I like to try on this, mm-hmm. the language right? So.
0: Turning things in the apartment upside down and going, "Ooh, look, Ulta."
2: That's right. That's exactly what I do. That's not a joke. <laughs> I also say it when it's not appropriate. I just say like, oh, "This Ulta?" No, not Ulta. It's just wrong. It's just fun to say, okay. This letter is from Annie, who writes on Tempe's feet. And no, Jeremy, it's not horny. Hi all. So glad to have you back in my ears. Thank you. Just wanted to share my take on Tempe looking at the feet, then moving closer to Dayton. Your interpretation was that he was preparing for a fight or adjusting for culturally acceptable distance. My interpretation, I think also mentioned by Jeremy, was that he stepped closer to Dayton as a nonverbal way of choosing Dayton's side, that they should use the mayor's money to pay for sex, not in a I'm ready to fight kind of way, just an I'm with him kind of way. To me, that aligns with Tempe's character as a less than professional kind of dumb dude and with the aid of nonchalance about sex. I never noticed this amusing detail until your close read. Just a few pages with Tempe, and there are so many more hints about him than I ever picked up on. You are all so much fun and bring joy to my day. Thank you, and be well. Best, Annie. Annie? Little Annie?
1: Why do you sound so creepy when you say that?
0: He's being Watto the Space Jew from uh, Attack of the Clones. That is correct. Also the slaver, let's not forget. See, my interpretation of why he was like stepping closer to Dayton is not that he was preparing to take Dayton's side in the argument, but that he was preparing to like Vulcan neck pinch Dayton if it came to a fight. Um, But I think your reading is also like possible. If we take it that that Tempe is, you know, maybe not the brightest tool in the shed, maybe he is just like hoping to get his rocks off at the local tavern, then I think that your reading is as valid as any. That's not my particular reading of, of Tempe's character But I think that that is an interesting reading
2: I agree, the only um, Wrinkle I see is that I don't think Tempe Needs to pay uh, He seems to be getting along pretty well Without uh, When we see him in action in the
0: In the bar But he doesn't know that going in He doesn't know that he's going to pick up Necessarily
2: That's true, and as we're fond of saying on this uh, on this podcast All reads are valid, except of course for Jeremy's reads Who, uh, Jeremy's wrong 100% of the time But, uh, <laughs> Other Except region. for
1: when you agree with Jeremy.
2: Which is never.
1: But it happened like last episode. Concordance
2: over. Nope. The alignment is uh passed. The opportunity to summon the demon Baphomet has uh passed is over, will not come again for another thousand years.
0: Too bad, so sad. That is sad. Well, maybe our listeners can cheer us up on tomorrow's page. Uh, the. Wait. Wait.